Hey, greetings everyone. This is Apostle Max. Welcome to Kingdom Keys, the place where we teach all things kingdom, a place where there's kingdom revelation for your destiny, to unlock your destiny with some keys that you're going to need for where you're going to. And in the series and in the season, we've been touching and speaking about the Spirit of the Lord. We've been dealing with the freedom that, that being in Christ gives us. We've been speaking about the seven spirits of God that will empower you and strengthen you for where you're going to. I'm letting you know with all the challenges in the world, the kind of uh, drama and the kind of wars and rumors of wars, the kind of damage that's taking place across, across the globe, it is very easy to slip into a carnal space and um, find uh, fears and doubts creeping into our lives. I want to speak to you because you have been born of the Spirit. And um, in the earth right now, there are three kinds of people. There's the natural man, there is the carnal man, and there is the spiritual man. And um, the scripture that I have for you is found in 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 13. Let's touch on this order and begin to see uh, where your blessing lies, where your peace lies, how your victory lies, that which is born of God overcomes this world. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 13 says, These things we also speak not in words which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Spirit teaches, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. And here's the first man we're speaking about. Everybody in the earth is functioning out of this one of three of these. You either just natural, the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him, nor can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. So this discernment that's taking place, uh, God wants you to operate out of different intel. He wants to speak to your spirit. God who is spirit made you a spirit. And he wants to minister to you, give you information. But it means that there is a man that can never receive it. Number one, somebody who's not born again. He's a natural man. He can't receive the things of the spirit. Because God who is spirit will speak to the spirit of a man. He doesn't speak to your, to your education. He doesn't speak to your mind. He doesn't speak to your emotions. God is a spirit. And for you to get things from the spirit, you're going to have to tune into the spirit. So he's letting you know that a natural man can never get the things from the spirit because they are spiritually discerned. Verse 15 says, 1 Corinthians 2.15 says, But he who is spiritual judges all things, yet he himself is rightly judged by no one. For who has known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. So it's almost as if God would take you and I and put us on a different frequency. Because a natural man can't receive the things of the Spirit. These things, this, this natural man will, can, has only got one place for information. Either you've got to go to school, you've got to go to a university, got to look at the news, got to pick up someone's book, got to go and study things in the natural to see history and the like. Uh, but they can't get fresh intel. They've got a memory that of all their past experiences. And um, this is the land I was born into. This is the color of my skin. This is my background. And if this is the DNA of my family, I can't change it. I can't do anything about it because it, is, it, you know, it runs through our family. And most people live that way because there's only one source of information. That man's called a natural man. 
this natural man does not receive anything by the Spirit of God. A carnal man is, is a little different. Let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 3 and verse 1. It says, and I, brethren, could not speak to you as spiritual people. There's the, there's the next classification. That's the next category of people. We're dealing with carnal people, spiritual people, natural people. So a natural person, um, the way you solve that, the problem with somebody being natural, is that they must be born again. So have a look at John chapter 3 from, with me. John chapter 3 and verse 1. There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. This man came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher come from God, for no one can do these signs that you do unless God is with him. See that? Jesus answered and said to him, Most assuredly I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. So he's letting Nicodemus is acknowledging that there's a frequency you're operating on that I don't, we don't get it. Because there's some things that you are doing on a level and we can certainly know that God is with you because you are tuned into a different frequency. So Jesus goes and speaks to this man. Now listen to what I'm saying. This is a teacher. He's a teacher. And yet he's not tuned into the things of the Spirit. He's only been handed down books, training materials from his own education system. And they pass down a religious system that... He's got no idea how Jesus is getting his results. So Jesus answered and said to him, Most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said to him, he's now speaking as a natural man. Look how carnal he is. He says, I only know one way. He says, how can a man be born when he's old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? Can you see that? When you speak to born again about the born again experience to anybody that's natural, they're thinking, what, must you go through the womb again? That's what Nicodemus is letting you know. Because there's only one way I have information. I only know about born again being once. Or being born once. The born again experience? Jesus answered, most assuredly I say to you, unless one is born of water and the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Do not marvel that I say to you, you must be born again. The wind blows where it wishes, and you hear the sound of it, but it cannot tell, but cannot tell where it comes from and where it goes. So is everyone who's born of the Spirit. So that means we get to move on a different frequency altogether. We get information, we get movements, things in business that God gives strategies, downloads, an encounter with the Spirit of God. God gives us intel, shows us, gives us strategies, gives us uh, new relationships, new God ideas, how to function. He says, this is what the Spirit of God does. That which is born of the Spirit. We're operating on a whole different frequency. You see that? Because that which is born of God overcomes this world. I'm speaking to you today about being born of the Spirit of God. So he is natural and he's asking a question and Jesus gives, gives him a spiritual answer. Then Nicodemus says in verse 9, he says, how can the, these things be? Jesus answered and said to him, are you a teacher of Israel? And you do not know these things. That means, how can you then be in a, uh, supposed to be teaching other people, but you're only giving them natural answers? And so he starts to 
um, in many ways begin to rebuke him because he only knows one way of getting information. That is the true example of a natural person. Now, let's go back to what I said and have a look at um, 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 1 again. And I, brethren, could not speak to you as spiritual people, but as to carnal, as to babes in Christ. So I'm born again, but I don't have my mind renewed according to God's word. That is called a carnal Christian. It means I'm born again, but I still only get my information from a world system. My education, what people say about me, what my background is. Oh no, you've got to go and uh, remember that you know, in our family, this is the way it has always been. And you don't have real transformation because your mind is not renewed. And listen to what Paul is telling this church in Corinth. He says, you are babies. He rebukes them. He says, I'm speaking to you. I can't even speak to you as a spiritual people. Because the spiritual people have a different frequency. They get intel from a different place. How did they write these books? Many people speak, well, you know, the Bible is, you know, it was written by man. And it's not possible that, you know, man could have captured the stuff. Yeah, because of your carnal thinking and your natural thinking. We're not even speaking to you. Because God could take a man that was separated unto him, sanctified, and gave him a download of spiritual information. It's called spiritual knowledge. It's not knowledge. It's, the knowledge you get from a school system is what we call dark knowledge. Because all they know and what they teach you is all that they know. That's they can't give you more information. They can't tell you. They've got to wait for, for things to happen and then wait for signs to come behind it and then find out what it is. And it's trial and error. And, you know, let's give people jabs and then, no, sorry, it's the wrong thing. But people died. It's because you can't solve a problem on the same level it was created. So when God recreated your spirit, he brought you onto a spiritual plane. And he says, you can be born again, yet you can be a babe in Christ. And this is what he says. I fed you with milk and not with solid food. For until now, you were not able to receive it. And even now, you are still not able. For you are still carnal. Please hear that. So how many Christians, born again people, are still reacting as the world does when it comes to the news about like the wars in the Middle East? And not spending time with God and finding out spiritually and tuning in on a different level, a different frequency. To get the information or what we call revelation from a different place. He says, for where, they are, where there's envy, where there's strife and divisions among you, are you not carnal and behaving like mere men? For when one says, I'm of Paul, and the other, I'm of Paulus, are you not carnal? And God is calling you and I out of this carnal space. And the only way a natural man can move into a, a at least um, a carnal space is that he must be born again. So your spirit comes awake, comes alive unto God, but now you can stay in even born again and look no different like the world because your carnal mind is keeping you uh, grounded in many ways. So you're going to have to apply the laws of flight. That's what they do with the plane. So the plane can take off and once you've applied those laws, the plane then gets to move on a different 
plane altogether. So, um, most Christians, because they have an unrenewed mind, they ca you can't feed them meat. Because solid food, meat is for the matured. Because I begin to think differently. I exercise my senses differently. My body I brought into subjection. My body is not running around. My emotions are not everywhere. I'm training my spirit to believe God, to trust in Him, to bring together all that I need for my life, to show me which way to go, to tell me through discernment if this is God, if it's not. Is The Bible says you must test every spirit. But only the matured can do that. And we are training you for this reason, so that you can know that your victory is found in the spirit. It is found in the spirit. You see, juveniles can never possess their inheritance. 2 Corinthians 5, verse 16. Let's have a look at the scripture. Do you still see yourself as a natural man? As one that's only come from your mother's womb? Do you see others and judge them the same? You see, you can be born again and still remember people about their sins and how they messed up and the, the, the mistakes that they've made. And with that, those people remain grounded. And your life remains grounded. Because whenever God sends you someone into your life, do you discern the spirit behind the person and what the person's been called to do? Jesus, when he was elected, his 12 disciples, he met up with, with, with the one, he says, a man in whose spirit there's no guile. How could you know that? How could you know that somebody's spirit is pure? That you, 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 there's no record book for that. There's no education you went to for that. There's, there's no one that, that, get, that spoke to you and said, look, this person, I mean, how would you test that spirit? Jesus, praying overnight, went in and he went and fetched all his disciples the next day. But he could select them by the spirit of God. And that's where God wants you. Have a look at 2 Corinthians 5 verse 16. Therefore, this scripture should be a part of your life wherever you go. It should be a part of my life. Whenever you see a person, you don't judge them anymore in the flesh. It says, from now on, regard no one according to the flesh. You can't regard them. Only a carnal person sees other people as, as through their mistakes and not through the Spirit of God. You need spiritual eyes discerning who these people are, what they've been called to do, what, 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 was, what has God called them to do. Because locked in every person is a gift and a calling of God. But as a leader and somebody who's matured, you, you need to discern people differently. I'm training your spirit in the season because you're born of the spirit of God. But so is when somebody gets born again, I can't go back from the fact that, you know, the fact that they were divorced or they had messed up in their past and, they, you know, they, they, they did things in the flesh. We all did. We all sinned. We've all come short of the glory of God. But if you stay in as a carnal Christian and you're judging everybody by their, own, by their flesh, you're never going to receive the gift that's in that person. Can you see what happened to the Jewish people? Jesus came to his own, and his own received him not. But for as many as received him, to them he gave the power, the right, to become sons of God. Now you need to go from today, you need to judge everybody through spiritual eyes, and you need to see people for what they really are. I'm telling you, some of you are sitting with the wrong people, who've got the wrong spirit, and you've never judged that thing the way it should. The Bible says, test every spirit. You can't receive every prophecy. You've got to be as a child of God in your home and in your life when you're praying. Pick up things by the Spirit of God. You need to know things differently because you're training your senses. You're judging things differently 
Let's continue reading the scripture. It says, therefore from now on we regard no one according to the flesh. Not even your own self. You can't even judge your own self by the mistakes that you've made. Even though we have known Christ according to the flesh, yet now we know him thus no longer. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Have you judged that correctly in your own life? Do you really believe that now that you are born again, you can move on in life, you can become what God has called you to be because you're judging yourself no, no more in through your flesh and through your family? So when people say, this thing runs in your family, I said, what family? I'm born again, I'm blood washed. I, don't, I have a different DNA in, running inside of me, and so have you. So you've got to judge this thing correctly. And so when you see yourself as a new creation in Christ, it means that my sins have been dealt with. I, I'm, it's, it's in the past. It's, I'm being forgiven. I can get up from where I am in the mistakes that I've made. You may have done what they said you've done, but you're not who they say you are. You are a new creation in Christ. You've become altogether a new creature. You can now begin to tap into this frequency and you can begin to have a relationship with the Holy Spirit. And He can teach you the things of the Spirit and of things to come. You can have an unction from the Holy One and you can know all things. It's the most powerful life to live. Please write this out. God in all His wisdom never made you, gave you brand new toes or even a facelift. And some of us might need that. <laughs> but that's not where God went working. He made you a new creation in Him. He recreated your spirit to have communion with Him. And it's always been said, I want to repeat it again. When God hides something, He puts it in a place where Satan cannot touch it, and you cannot miss it. Your recreated spirit, that's what born again is. He made your spirit brand new. Why? Because I can tune into a frequency in the heavenlies and be led by the spirit of God. That is powerful. Your recreated spirit is in him so you can communicate with his spirit, spirit to spirit. That's why those who worship him must worship him what? In spirit and in truth. John 15, 14, 15. If you love me, keep my commandments, and I will pray the Father, and he will give you another helper that he may, be, that he may abide with you forever. How? Look at the wisdom of God. This being born again and born of God's Spirit is the most powerful thing you could ever do. It's the greatest miracle that mankind could ever have. That my spirit is recreated, that I can commune with the, the creator of the universe. My God, the Spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive. Because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. Jesus is speaking here before his crucifixion and before Pentecost. So the Spirit of the Lord, they could not receive him yet within, but you and I do. Now that we are born again, he comes to make its inhabitation within us. I will not leave you orphans, I will come to you. 
This is the power of a recreated spirit, a man that is born again. I hope you're appreciating your born again experience and what Jesus did for you. I mean, spirits live forever. A recreated spirit is the one that lives with Jesus forever, with God forever. You must be born again so that you can tap into a different frequency. Have a look at Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3. God hides what you need in God's wisdom. He hides the things in a place where you can't miss it and where Satan can't touch it. Everything that you need for your future, for your destiny. If I say to you, to a man, I said, look, your, your wife is in Cape Town. There's a job opening for you there. There's a house that is there for you. Your transportation is there for you. And this is what we've arranged for you in Cape Town. What should you be doing? Getting to Cape Town right now. Because everything that you need is in Cape Town. That's what God did. Blessed is the God, be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. So God locked, locked up all the blessing, your future, your peace, your prosperity, all that you need. He locked it up in a place. And so you and I don't go to a, just a schooling system and, you know, just run with our emotions. You become spiritual, developing in the word and going to the spiritual place to fetch all the things that you need to make a life of success and victory. I want you to know today that your flesh doesn't know much. Here's another scripture for you. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 45 and 46. So it is written, the first man, Adam, became a living being. The last Adam, this is Jesus Christ, became a life-giving spirit. That's why you are born again. Because the words that I give you, John 6 and 63, it is spirit and it is life. The spiritual is not first but the natural and afterward the spiritual. Anyone who does not live beyond his or her senses and feelings will forever be controlled by the enemy. That's his playground. Your mind, your will, your emotions, your memory, and your imagination. He plays there. That's his playground. Now, if you want to win in life, God knows it, and he even gave it to, uh, you know, in that statement that you can't solve a problem on the same level it was created. Your, your emotions are important, but they must take a back seat. God will, once your spirit has been trained, you'll sense certain things that will come through emotions, thoughts into your minds, into your mind and the like. But it's, if you've never had your mind renewed, the, the, that's the playground for Satan. When you go into the spiritual realm and you begin to develop around the word of God and the mind of God, now your spirit becomes sensitive to the moving of God's spirit in your life. And that's what gives you victory. Because you are not a, a, a natural man, you are born again. But you're not also carnal anymore. You are spirit man because now a carnal man is just someone that's moved by his senses. When God made you, the spirit of the Lord made Adam. He gave him the ability to walk in dominion. It gave him the ability to rule in this life. Anytime you begin to deal with the spirit of God, everything is about for, for freedom and everything about that the spirit of God will give you is to rule over your circumstances. So your senses don't know very much. 
all that you have in the soulish realm of a man is his memory. The things that happened in the past. But when the Spirit of the Lord comes upon a man, it makes him, it turns him into another man. It gives him intel and information on a whole different level to rule over his circumstances. Let me give you one and then we can wrap it up. Daniel chapter 2. Um, there is a king, a crazy king. Listen to this. He has a dream. And in this dream, um, he wakes up in the morning, tells all of the people, the magicians, uh, the sorcerers on this one level that is serving him. He says, I want you to tell me what I dreamt and its interpretation. And so look, they say, look, king, king, you're crazy. You need to understand, give us the dream and we can interpret it. He says, no, 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 no. You're wasting my time and yours. I'm letting you know that I'm going to kill you and your family. You're going to tell me what I dreamt. <laughs> and then you're going to tell me also its interpretation. Now, remember, Daniel was taken captive. And Daniel is the one who's walking with the fear of the Lord in, inside of him. So Daniel is separated from the group. And so then Daniel begins to find, he says, look, um, what's this urgent thing with the king? They said, look, the king is killing everybody and their families because they're not telling him the, the king what he dreamt and its interpretation. So Daniel says, hold up. Tell everybody, just, just stop this process of killing the people. Let me go and inquire from God. And I'm going to fetch intel from a different place. It's powerful. Daniel chapter 2 verse 14. Let's read some. I say this again. When the Spirit of the Lord comes upon you, it's to walk in dominion so you can rule over your circumstances. You're born of God. If this is Old Testament, imagine how you and I should be walking in the New Testament. But let's read. Then with counsel and wisdom, Daniel answered Arioch, the captain of the king's guard, who had gone out to kill the wise men of Babylon. He answered and said to Arioch, the king's captain, why is the decree from the king so urgent? Then Arioch made the decision known to Daniel. So Daniel went in and asked the king to give him time. Let me go into time. That I might tell the king the interpretation. Then Daniel went to his house and made the decision known to Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, that's Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, his companions, that they might seek mercies from God, the God of heaven, concerning this secret, so that Daniel and his companions might not perish with the rest of the wise men of Babylon. Then the secret was revealed to Daniel in a night vision. So Daniel blessed the God of heaven, praised Jesus. Daniel answered and said, Blessed be the name of God forever and ever, for wisdom and might are his. And he changes the times and the seasons. He removes kings and raises up kings, and he gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to those who have understanding. He reveals deep and secret things. He knows what's in the darkness, and light dwells with him. I thank you and praise you, O God of my fathers, for you have given me wisdom and might, and have now made known to me what we asked of you, for we have made, you have made known to us the king's demand. So Daniel gets promoted because he interprets the dream, tells him what he dreamt, interprets his dream, and, and he gets promoted. And the king says, there's no God like Daniel's God. And he promotes him. Why? Because Daniel was tuned into a different frequency. You've got access to a different realm altogether. You are blessed with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. Glory be to God. And what you do is whatever problem you have on the earth and in the natural, you can as a spiritual being, because you are tuned in, God will give you vision. God will give you direction. He'll give you an answer. He, can, he knows what's in the darkness and, and he's, he knows how to interpret the dreams and how to fix things. It's the same thing that happened to, to, to Joseph.
But imagine the power that you and I have. Born of His Spirit. It needs a training. It needs a development. That we're shifting out of the natural. We're now born again. Now we've got to shift out of the carnal and into the spiritual realm. And go and fetch your information, your revelation, the insights, the understanding. What to do, which way to go in the spiritual realm. Because you are already blessed with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. Glory be to Jesus. That which is born of God overcomes this world. You are born of God's Spirit. It's such a joy just thinking about it. Just knowing that you and I are able to overcome in every area of our lives. That there is no problem on the earth that the Spirit of the Lord doesn't have a solution for. There is nothing in this earth that God has not spoken, given us, given us understanding, tell you what's happening in the future, what their plotting is for people's lives, whether it be for food, whether it be for vaccinations, whether it be for um, what's happening in the Middle East, wars. You should be troubled about nothing. You and I should be anxious about nothing. God knows where the money is. God knows how to take care of your future. God knows how to bring you into what he has for you. But the key is you and I need to be tuned into the Spirit to get the results by the Spirit of God. What a joy. I mean, this is what we are working on. This is what we are developing in so that you would never be outfoxed by anyone. The Bible says of, of Daniel, that, uh, of, of David, that his enemy will never be able to outwit him. Never. We're thanking God for this moment. God's secrets are revealed to the spirit man, not to a natural man. And definitely not to a carnal man, because a carnal man will just say, well, let's all go and die. Because that's, you know, the king has made up this, I mean, who can tell the king his secrets? But there is a spirit man that God is raising up in the season, that has dominion on the inside of him, that understands, I was born for a time such as this, and I'm able to overcome. All the magicians operating in the dark spirit could not answer the king. He reveals deep and secret things. He knows what's in the darkness and light dwells with him. I'm ending with this. The spirit man can know what the world never, never can. The spirit man can know what the world never can. Because we get access. We've got access. and We've got intel on a whole different plane. Father, we thank you for all that you have done, for all that you're doing. Spirit of the living God, make this real to every heart and every mind. Thank you. We are born of your spirit. That which is born of God overcomes this world, even our faith. We bless you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and an amen. I'm Apostle Max. This is Kingdom Keys. You've got a great destiny. You need keys to unlock them. And we're serving you. God bless you. Until next time. Thank you.